maybe from the 1970s when the Los Angeles Rams was known as the prison foursome because of that defensive line. Or maybe you were in the city of St. Louis, the gateway to the Midwest, where the greatest show on turf brought home the first ever Super Bowl championship. Or maybe you in the here and now with the Rams back in LA, winners of Super Bowl 56. You can rock Eric Dickinson. You can rock Marshall Fall, Isaiah Bruce, and Kurt Warner. Or maybe you walking Cooper Cup, Aaron Donna, and Matthew Stallard. It doesn't matter, but when it comes to this, it's all about the Los Angeles Rams. Horns up, Rams house. Time to talk Rams football. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, how y'all doing today? Thursday, the last day of August. As we begin to roll into September on tomorrow, I hope y'all doing well. Y'all know who I am, the playmaker down in Silence And you know the intro, which means Ramley Talk on a Thursday. And today, I am live today because I just felt the need I should go live on this one. Got the final four weeks to preview of the Rams schedule because next Sunday, well, technically next Thursday, you know, the NFL schedule with the Detroit Lions at the Kansas City Chiefs. And then next Sunday, the Rams begin their 2023 season. And they'll be sipping Northwest against the Seattle Seahawks. But, like I said, we got four more weeks to preview before we finish our season preview. But before then, uh, we got to talk about the roster. The roster has been finalized and ready to go for this upcoming season. And I must say, there's some surprises. Because out the gate, Everybody that was drafted on the Rams roster this past draft is on the team. But let's break it down. First, let's meet the offense. Of course, the quarterbacks from the offense is Sam Bradford. I mean, not Sam, but Matthew Stafford and Stenson Bennett. They are the quarterbacks. We're keeping two quarterbacks this time. We usually keep three, but we're keeping two. So I'm ready to let them keep two. So it's Matthew Stafford, Stenson Bennett, the quarterback cam. Running back room, obviously, Cam Makers is their lead back. Now we have Zach Evans behind him. Ken Williams still with the group. And Ronnie Rivers, who actually had a, uh, an impressive preseason for the Rams. Mr. Ronnie Rivers had an impressive preseason. So, though, we keeping four running backs in the group. And then with the wide receiver core, of course, Cooper Cup is there. Randy Jefferson, that's the number two. Tutu Atwell looks to make a big jump this year. Uh, ben Skoran is still with the team. Demarcus Robinson, the former Florida Gator, former Chiefs, former Ravens is with us. And the rookie draft pick, Opoko Nuka, is, hey, can't argue with that one. He had a stellar preseason as well, along with Ronnie Rivers. Tight end, of course, the number one tight end is Tyler Hippie. Bryson Hawkins is still with the team. Davis Allen, along with Hunter Long, will round out the tight end room. Albert Salon, if they can stay healthy, you will see Brandon Allen, Tremaine Ottner Jr. Kevin Dotson should be at one of the tackles as we traded for him. Robin Havenstein, Alice Jackson, and then you have Joe Noteboom, Coleman Shelton, Zach Thomas, and Warren McCunnan Jr. The great details of the Kevin Dotson trade with the Pittsburgh Steelers is right there. We traded for Kevin Dotson, then we swapped a fourth-round pick for fifth round pick for the Pittsburgh Steelers and we also swap a sixth round pick for a fifth round pick with the Pittsburgh Steelers. So that's how this is our offensive line. If this group can stay healthy, if this group can stay healthy, 
what I had done from the 14 weeks should come to fruition because this is this is the group that devastated us last year. We could not stay healthy. One week we have Joe Notebook in, the next week we got somebody else in. Comey Shelton is gone for another week. Then Robert Havenstein goes down. It was a different lineup every week when you turned around with the Los Angeles Rams last year. But if this group right here, if these 10 guys right here, 10 guys, they can stay healthy and build a chemistry with each other, we will be back being relevant again. But if they go down like they did last year, it's going to be like last year all over again. So just keep that in mind, okay? Because it was – last year was rough, man. Last year was rough. I'm not going to hold it. Last year was rough. Cause not, and you know it because the offensive line wasn't healthy. It's not – our offensive line was terrible or they was bad. We just weren't healthy. The most combination of offensive line in the season, that says a lot. If you're going to have cohesiveness on the offensive line, you're not going to get nowhere for as a team. And that was the problem that we had. So it is what it is. But that's the offense. Let's go to the defense. Of course, we know who the defensive starters are. Of course, the man in the middle, the man who's going to lead the defense is Aaron freaking Donald on the defensive line. You also have Ernest Bryant, the fourth up there. I'm looking for him to make, to make that next step along with Bobby Brown, the third, and also Kobe Turner. Okay, those will be interesting. Guys, those are the guys I'm looking for to make a to make a turn right now, to come up and do what they got to do and get ready for this season. So can they live up? Can they do what they need to do? And we put high pressure on quarterbacks and stop the run game. Linebacker, the leader of the linebacker is Ernest Jones. Okay. Christian Roseboom is still with the team. You have Brian Young, our draft pick from Tennessee. I'm looking. I'm. I want to see what they're gonna do with Brian Young. I'm really want to look because that dude can get out there. Kobe Turner from Wake Forest on the defensive line. Brian Young from Tennessee. I want to see what they do with these two guys because I am definitely looking forward to see what they do with these two guys. Okay, them are the guys I'm looking for only in the linebacker core. Nick Hampton. All right, I can see him doing something. Jack Holman, who had to pick six in the preseason. I want to see what he does when when it counts. Okay. I want to see what he does when it counts. So let's, let's see what he does on that one. That's our defensive line and line back and court. Our secondary, we're, we're young, okay? We are very young in the secondary, all right? So Jordan Fuller, John Jackson III at the safety spots, going to have to gonna have to really get with our, with our other DBs because Kobe Bryant is young. Trey Tomlinson is young. Quentin Lake is, is young. We did Akito Witherspoon from Pittsburgh, so we do have a little bit of veteran leadership in, in, the, in the cornerback room. But Deron Kendrick, can he take that next step? He's still young. We are young on defense, okay? We have young guys on defense. The main people that I named out, because if you want to go back, let's go back to it. Kobe Turner, Ricky draft pick from Wake Forest. Ernest Jones, Brian the fourth. I think he's a second-year pro, along with Bobby Brown the third. Uh Brian Young, our, our our Ricky pick from Tennessee. I mean, Trey Towns Thomason is a Rick is a Ricky. Quentin Lake, about a third year pro. Drayon Kendrick is a second year pro. 
Kobe Durant the second year pro. We are young on defense. And that's what scares most of the Ram fans in this one. Because we're young on defense. And they still have mixed feelings about Raheem Morris' defensive scheme. Okay? But we're young. We, we, we have to deal with it. We have to deal with it because when it comes down to it, we, we got we got to make something happen. So let's see if we can make something happen. Let's see if we can get up and make things work and rolling as we do, as we try to do normally. But it's going to be very interesting to say the least, okay? Very interesting to say the least. And the special teams, just for the record, they are part of the football team. Our, our punter is Ethan Evans. Our long snapper is Alice Ward. What you don't see here that we signed kicker Brent Marher, I believe, yesterday. So he's going to be our kicker. Um, Dixon didn't make the team, got cut, unfortunately. But it is what it is at this point. We'll see what we can do. We can see if we can make things happen. All right, so that is our roster for, for this upcoming season as of right now. So with that being said, we're going to take a break. When we come back. We, we got four more weeks to preview for the Rams season before the season starts. That's what I'm going to pick up at. We'll be right back. The Playmakers Blog is sponsored by Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus. Mountains of Entertainment. So much, so much to stream from shows and movies you can only catch here on Paramount Plus, whether it be from CBS, BET, Comedy Central, Liquid Loading, and so much more. The new home of Showtime. Watch Showtime original series, movies, and sports when you sign up for Paramount Plus with Showtime. Catch exclusive originals from Paramount Plus, such as Star Trek, Strange Wars, The Family Stallones, Halo, and so much more. You also can stream live sports like NFL on CBS, the UEFA Champions League, the Masters, and the SEC on CBS. Paramount Plus, you can stream up to three devices when you create an account. So Paramount Plus, plan starts at $5.99. If you hit that link below, you can get a free trial. Paramount Plus, mountains of entertainment. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Ramley Talk. And speaking of Paramount Plus... For all my sports fans out here, you're going to love this. Now, until September 20th, Paramount Plus is giving off half percent off for a whole year, a whole 12 months. Paramount Plus is streaming her for all your favorite sports in September. It's set to be one of our strongest months yet. Also, for a limited time, Paramount Plus plan starts at $250 a month for 12 months using code SPORTS. That is S-P-O-R-T-S. That's 50% off Paramount Plus annual subscription plans. This offer in September 20th. Do not miss out on this one, okay? Instead of paying $5.99, you get to pay $250 for a whole year. I had to use the promo code SPORTS, and you're paying $250 a month. And guess what? You talking about NFL on CBS will be, we'll be back next Sunday. We can go to this weekend, the Big Ten on CBS, Ohio State at Indiana, okay, Texas Tech at Wyoming. We can go the following week with the SEC being back, okay? 
get it. Hey, Joy, you get so much to do with Paramount Plus. I have Paramount Plus. I love Paramount Plus. They have great original shows, and they also have CBS, Nickelodeon, BET, MTV, Comedy Central shows on there, too. Plus, they added a partnership deal with Showtime. You get Showtime on there, too, if you want to. So get it now, Paramount Plus, 50% off a year plan subscription for $2.50 a month, okay? Now that I got that out the way, last week, I left y'all with the Rams beating the Seahawks in the second meeting, sweeping the Arizona Cardinals, squeaking by, squeaking by the Cleveland Browns, taking the L to the Baltimore Ravens. When I did that last week, that left the Rams at 8 and 5 through 14 weeks. Now, with four weeks to go for me to preview, what do I see with the last four games of the Rams schedule, and do I can see them make the playoffs? But who do we have? We have the Washington Commanders, the New Orleans Saints, the New York Giants, and the San Francisco 49ers to close out the season. So to begin our final season preview, let's take a look at the Washington Commanders. With the Washington Commanders here, they went 8-8 last year. Fourth and, well, 8-9, so I say 8-9 last year. Fourth in the NFC. Tyler Tyler Harnicky completed 62% of his passes, throwing for nearly 1,900 yards with 12 touchdowns to six interceptions. Quarterback rating of close to 90 in only nine games. You know why? Because the starting quarterback of that season last year was Carson Wentz, who completed 62% of his passes, throwing for over 1,700 yards with 11 touchdowns and nine picks with a quarterback rating of 80. Brian Robinson Jr., leading rusher, 202. Oh, just 205 carries, 797 yards, two touchdowns in 12 games because he got injured. Antonio Gibson still with the team, but he's not in his normal role as the lead back. But he did have 149 carries last year. He ran for over 500 yards with three touchdowns. The most the dangerous wide right receiver over there is Terry Scary McLaurin, who had 77 catches for close to 1,200 yards and five touchdowns. Uh, Curtis Samuel, they had healthy for longer than his career this time. 64 catches, 656 yards receiving with four touchdowns. Now, with that being said, key signings. They signed offensive guard Nick Gates from the New York Giants. They also brought in Andrew Riley from the Kansas City Chiefs. They bring in Jacoby Brissett from the Indianapolis Colts to be the backup quarterback. They got rid of Carson Wentz. Barbara McCain heads to the Giants, and they got rid of J.D. McKissick. Now, here's the interesting part here. Eric Bieniemy is the new offensive coordinator of the Washington Commanders after spending five years with the Kansas City Chiefs winning two Super Bowls in three trips. They have a new ownership. Daniel Snyder is out. They have a group where Magic Johnson is part of this, part of this new ownership, okay? And they are already looking for changes as it is right now, one of them being which they could change the name again, and it could back to the original name, which I know a lot of people want to hear and some people don't want to hear, okay? Ron Rivera said the head coach. Sam Howard is the starting quarterback for the Washington Commanders going into this season. Now, will he stay healthy enough to get to this game? We shall see. I do like Brian Robinson Jr. He's a very good running back. Okay. If they receiving core, Terry McCorn, Curtis Samuel, Jahad Dotson stay healthy, along with tight end Logan Thomas, that could be a pretty interesting offense over there in the NFC East. 
that nobody's really talking about because it's the Cowboys, it's the Eagles, obviously. And plus, Daniel Jones got his contract with the Giants and Saquon Barkley's not holding out. He's in camp. I will get to the Giants later on. But nevertheless, this could be an interesting game coming down the road in week 15. And it's at home. That's a good thing. It's at home for us. The last time we faced off with the Washington Commanders was back in 2020, week five. And we put it to them in nation's capital, 30 to 10. We, we put it to them. It was nothing to be seen right there. But this is a whole different new Washington Commanders scene. So I don't expect the same beating that would take place out in L.A. But nevertheless, I do feel a W coming for the Rams at home over the Washington Commanders. That's win number nine for the Rams on the season. And I'm pretty sure around this time, nine wins through 15 weeks, you win the hunt for the playoffs. You win the hunt. But you still got three games left. And then the next game on the docket, it's another home game, but it's Thursday night football. Amazon Prime Video, when the New Orleans Saints come rolling in to SoFi Stadium. Now with the New Orleans Saints, they finished 7-10 last year, third in the NFC South, a very abysmal NFC South, and it could be more abysmal this year if you look at who all the starting quarterbacks is in that division. Oh, I'll get back to that. But last year, Andy Dalton was the starting quarterback, completed six, close to 67% of his passes, throwing for over 2,800 yards, 18 touchdowns, 9 picks, with a quarterback rating over 95. Alvin Kamara, always obviously the leading back for the New Orleans Saints, 223 carries. He ran for close to 900 yards with two touchdowns. He did most of his damage in the passing game, though, catching for catching 57 passes for 490 yards and two touchdowns. The Swiss Army Knight for the New Orleans Saints is Taysom Hill. Who does it? He can do everything for the Saints. Main thing he does is carry the football at, from the quarterback position or the fullback position. So that's 96 carries, 575 yards rushing with seven touchdowns. Now, he did throw the ball 19 times last year, completing 13 of them, which that creates to a 68% completion percentage for 240 yards passing through the air with two touchdowns. And then in the receiving category, nine catches, 77 yards, and a touchdown. Who does everything? That's Mr. Do-Everything. Now it's going to be interesting to see what he, what he does this year. Now, the leading receiver for the New Orleans Saints is Chris Olave, 72 catches, over 1,000 yards receiving, four touchdowns. Man, all oh, that is really good, but Andy Dalton is no longer the quarterback there. That would be Derek Carr, who signed from the Las Vegas Raiders in the offseason. And speaking of Las Vegas, not only did they get Derek Carr, they brought in Derek Carr tight end, which would be Foster Monroe also. And then they happened to grab Jamal Williams from the Detroit Lions, which is a very good pickup because Ivan Kamara is suspended for the first, is it the first three games or the first six games? Let me do my research live on there. I got to remember how many games he's suspended by. I know he's suspended. Uh, from the list of it, it's like he's suspended for the first, looks like the first six games. It's the first six games he's suspended. But he is appealing, so you know how these appeals work. So he might, it might, it's, a, it's, it's three games. So he's suspended for the first three games, so should be interesting, but he'll be well back before then when he play us. Now, the process, Marcus Davenport no longer with the Saints. He's moved on to the Vikings, and Andy Dalton is the backup to Bryce Young in Carolina. Now, before I go on with the Saints, here's the quarterback room in the NFC South. 
just just to let y'all know. You have Derek Carr for the Saints. You have Bryce Young for the Carolina Panthers. You have Baker Mayfield from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And you have Desmond Ritter for the Atlanta Falcons. Okay. So you have Desmond Ritter, who's going into his second year as a pro. You have Bryce Young, who's a rookie over there in Carolina. You have Baker Mayfield, who can't find a home. He started well in Cleveland, bombed out. We picked him up for the last five games for us last year. Played pretty pretty good, you know, especially throwing a game with a touchdown on your first day, not even having a not having a cup of coffee before you out here throwing a game with a touchdown against the Las Vegas Raiders. And now you with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and a whole lot of changes happened in Tampa. And then there's Derek Carr with the New Orleans Saints. By default, the Saints should win the NFC South. By default, because Derek Carr is the best quarterback in that division. Matter of fact, even though he's suspended for three games, Alvin Kamara is the best running back in that division. And by the way, Michael Thomas is back for the Saints to pair him with Chris Olave. That should be an interesting wide receiver duo. Oh, and by the way, Jeremy Graham is still in the NFL, by the way. And he's with the Saints all of a sudden. So you have two tight ends. You have Alvin Kamara in your backfield. Oh, and then you have Jonathan Williams to back him up as a one-two punch. You have Mike Thomas back. If he stay healthy, that's a problem. You have Chris Olave, who's a stud, who was a stud at Ohio State and can't be a stud in the NFL. So the Saints should win this by default. There should be no team in the NFC South that should be able to compete with the New Orleans Saints. But this is the NFL, and we all know and saw things, crazy things happen, especially in divisions. So with that being said, the last time we faced off with the Saints was last year. Week 11 down in New Orleans, and uh, we took a seven-point loss, 27-20 to 20 to the Saints. That was the first meeting since the infamous no-pass interference called on Coleman against the Saints when he hit, uh, I believe it was Tommy Lee, the wide receiver from the Saints. So that was the first meeting. Now we're going to run it back in L.A. on a Thursday night. So I'm looking forward to that one. But nevertheless, guess what? We ain't losing to the Saints. I don't care what you got. I don't care what you do. We ain't losing to the Saints. We're not losing to the Saints, and guess what? That puts the Rams at 10 and 5. The Rams are sitting at 10 and 5 here. 10 and 5 with two games left. Speaking of which, I'm going to take our second break. And we're taking our second break. We'll be right back. All right. And we're going to preview the final two games. Both of them are on the road. Welcome to Ringside Chaos, the professional wrestling discussion segment of the Bear of Texas podcast. The only professional wrestling podcast in the world where pro wrestling is discussed passionately, with confidence, with great knowledge, and most of all, in the most sophisticated way. So brace yourselves, ladies and gentlemen, because chaos is about to be unleashed. thing with Tony Khan now being in talks to WWE, I'm going to be honest with you. I spoke to this with Ricky Litwinkowicz, a.k.a. the Master of Mayhem, 
And he honestly believes that me talking about Tony Khan buying WWE is basically I'm kind of wasting my time because Ricky believes it's never going to happen. Okay. Now, I, now don't get me wrong. Ricky, I respect, his, I respect what he says. He's, he could very well be correct. But I got to be honest with you. The fact that Khan is interested in supposedly buying WWE, I mean, to me, that's definitely worth talking about. Now, <laughs> now, I should mention this. Shout out to Ricky, by the way. And I got to mention this, that even Jim Cornette already had something to say. And he said, and I quote, ridiculous to think that could happen, unquote. <laughs> the wrestling fan that's been super supportive of Brody Lee as a wrestler and everything that WWE could have done with him and, you know, everything that he could have shown and, you know, offered for the wrestling business. You know, for me, I, ju- I wasn't just a fan of Brody Lee himself, like in character. I strongly respected him, you know, as a human being. Like, I had a lot of respect for Jonathan Huber. You know, that's Mr. Brody Lee's real name. So, basically, I had a lot of respect for Brody Lee, Luke Harper, and, of course, Mr. Jonathan Huber. particular episode was about world-class championship wrestling. And the episode title is, you know, WCCW Wrestling's Lone Star Legacy. And because I am the Bear of Texas... And I do hail from the Dallas-Fort Worth area of the state of Texas. World-class championship wrestling was basically my territory as far as being a wrestling fan goes. Ladies and gentlemen, Ringside Chaos is available on all streaming platforms including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and YouTube. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Bramley Talk. Shout out to my man, Alice Akazar. We're Ringside Chaos. Everything you need to know about the sport of professional wrestling. Not just WWE, but AEW, Ring of Honor, and PAG. Even some, even some old memories down memory lane from wrestling. All that you can get with Alice Akazar with Ringside Chaos. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I have the Rams at 10 and 5. 10 and 5. Through 16 weeks with two games to go. And this next game here going into week 17 is a trip to East Rutherford, New Jersey, MetLife Stadium on a Sunday afternoon against the New York Football Giants. All right, here we go. The Giants finished 9 7 and 1, third in the NFC. It should be East, not North. I don't know why I put East. I don't know why I put North, but it should be East. My mistake on my part. Third in the NFC East. Made the playoffs. Beat the Minnesota Vikings in a wild card round before and getting smacked around by the divisional rival Philadelphia Eagles. Daniel Jones had his best year as an NFL quarterback, completing, 70, completing 67% of his passes, throwing for over 3,200 yards with 15 touchdowns, five interceptions, a quarterback rating over 92 and a half. He also ran the ball 120 times for 700, just for over 700 yards with seven touchdowns to go with it. The leading rusher of his course, Saquon Barkley, ladies and gentlemen, 209 carries, 1,300 yards rushing, 10 touchdowns. He also had 57 catches in the passing game for over 300 yards receiving. Barry Slayton was the leading receiver for the Giants last year with 46 catches, 70, 720. Four yards receiving and two touchdowns. Now, 
before I go to the uh, signings and departures here, this line that's at the bottom of that says Sekon Barkley is back with the team because he accepted a eleven a one year eleven million dollar deal with the Giants. He is with the team and he will be on the field week one for the New York Giants when they play the Dallas Cowboys on Sunday Night Football. Now that I got that out of the way, uh, notable departures: uh, Richie James off to the Kansas City Chiefs, Santa Joe. Felicio with the San Francisco 49ers and offensive lineman Nick Gates, who is with who left to the park for the Washington Commanders. Notable signings, they did get defensive back Barbara McCain from the Washington Commanders. Defensive lineman A. Sean Robinson from us, the Los Angeles Rams. Wide receiver Paris Campbell from the Indianapolis Colts. They traded for Darren Roller, one of the big trades this offseason. Darren Roller being traded from the Vegas Raiders to the New York Giants. And you also adding Jamison Crowder to that wide receiver room. Last time we met with the New York Giants was back in 2001. That was in New Jersey, by the way. And that was a 38-11 to beating back in the week six. And you know what that game is a member of? You remember in that game? The Rams had like a third and 28, something like that. A third and 28 on the own side of the field. They threw a wide, they threw a, a wide receiver screen. Actually, no, I take that back. I'm wrong. That's not the game. No. The last time we faced them was in LA, by the way. I remember now. I looked at the wrong thing. It was in LA when we beat them. But that game that I'm highlighting, that I'm supposed to be highlighting, is the game where we had like a third and 28. We threw a wide receiver screen and Robert Woods just took it to the house. I don't know what. That was like ridiculous, okay? But for the last couple of times, the Giants has not failed well against the Rams, okay? It has not been easy and it has not been pretty for the Giants when it comes to the Rams. They have taken a couple of beatings, okay, by the Rams. But with that being said, uh, I have the Rams winning. I think we continue our role. And we get to 11 wins. I have the Rams sitting at 11 and 5. 11 and 5. Like, hold on. There's a lot of people right now. I already know. There's a lot of people right now looking at me like, hold on. You have the Rams at 11 and 5 right now, dude. 11 and 5? Are you serious? Yeah, 11 and 5. I have them at 11 and 5. What you want me to say? Okay. So I know some of y'all looking at me like, this man is crazy. Do you not see what his team did last year? Yes, I know what my team did last year. I understand what my team did last year, okay? Like I said, our office alignments were beaten up. We had the most combinations of office alignments in the whole tight tie- NFL last year, okay? But look at Sean McVay's track record since he became the head coach of the Los Angeles Rams. When he had Jared Goff, Tyre Gurley, and that crew with Robert. Division crown, playoff appearances. Okay. Only missed the playoff once with Jared Goff as his quarterback. Only missed the playoff once. Okay. You trade Jared Goff to Detroit, you bring in Matthew Stafford. First year, what happens? Super Bowl champions. First year. First year with Matthew Stafford now. First year with Matthew Stafford. We win the whole thing. Last year, second year with Matthew Stafford, it was it what it was last year, five and twelve. But Sean McVay's track record says either division champion or wild card team. Look at the track record since he became the head coach with the Rams, okay? 
is either he's winning the division title or he's being a wild card team, okay? Now, just to let you know, that's where I'm at. The Rams at 11-5. One game to go in. It's that team in California in the Bay Area. I know somebody's gonna tip, gonna get on me. Like, Why you just don't say their name? Just like he don't, that's like he don't say the correct names for other teams. I'm doing to do his team. That team in California. Yep, round two with that team in California. Obviously, thirteen to four, NFC West champions, second in the NFC. Defeated the Seahawks in the wild card round. Beat the Cowboys in the division round. Got beat by the Eagles in the NFC Championship game. We all know what happened. They ain't had no quarterback. Every quarterback that stuck on the field took a shot from the Eagles and he got hurt. All of you are talking about Jimmy Garoppolo, and now he's with the now he's with the Las Vegas Raiders. Brock Purdy is healthy and back for the 49ers, where he will be on the field week one when they play the Pittsburgh Steelers in the Steel City. Christian McCaffrey is ready to go. Debo Samuel is ready to go. Brandon Ayuk is ready to go. George Kittle is ready to go. Obviously, Sam Dotter is the backup quarterback because they traded Trey Lance to the Cowboys right at, right at the end of the preseason. So you have that. Javon Hargraves added on that defensive line is a problem. Getting Colin Freer is another problem on the defensive line. And yet, the defensive player of the year, Joey Bosa, is still not with the team. He's still holding out for his new contract, which could be good for us in week two when we played him, even though I did have the beating the Rams in week two. As you know, they swept us last year, and they have swept us in four straight seasons. They are currently have an eight-game regular season winning streak because we beat them in the NFC Championship game to get to the Super Bowl two years ago. I had them beating us in week two because of some reason. Kyle Shanahan does have his, does have his way with Mike, with Sean McVay and for some reason we always get beat by these boys and I don't understand why and I don't, I don't see anything. It's the last game of the regular season and I still don't see us beating the San Francisco 49ers. I still don't see us beating that team in California. I don't, I don't see us beating that team in California. That team in, in that team in the Bay Area has a number, and I don't know what I don't know what to do and what to say for us to beat them in a regular season. But it was a playoff game or NFC Championship game. Oh, we found a way. But in a regular season, I don't, I don't know. I just I, I don't know. I, I don't know. So yeah, we're gonna lose to that team. It's gonna be five straight regular season sweeps for that team in California over the Rams. That would be 10 wins in a row in the regular season, okay? And I know Rams fans are probably cussing me out saying, what the hell is wrong with you, D? What is wrong with you, Playmaker? Why you can't have us beating that team? Because that team somehow finds a way to keep beating us. And I don't, I can't find no answers my damn self, okay? I just can't. Alright, so that's a duck. So as, as a reminder, I have us beating the commanders at home. I was beating the Saints at home on Thursday night. I have was going to East Weatherford, New Jersey, and beating the Giants before we lose to that team in California. I have was finishing eleven and six. Eleven and six. Some of y'all might be raising your eyebrows at me like the rapper, like, "What do you got going on over there?" Eleven and six. Did you not see what you did last year? Uh, I can. I barely got y'all winning eight games. Maybe, maybe seven at the most. Eight, eleven. Where three more wins gonna come from? Who you gonna beat? But look, this is why it's called season preview. You predicting this stuff, okay? 
And as logically as I can put it, I don't think 11 assists is out of reach. By the way, if you don't believe me, go check out the sports arena. Go check out Mr. Eric Wilson, my good brother. Uh, Ray Lynn, sports, sports reporter without pay. John Shear, uh, Michael Caratanudo. You can talk to them. I was on that show when they did when they did the NFC West Division. Hey, most of them was like, honestly, that's not out the realm of possibility. It's really not. Cole Johnson on Snowman in the Morning with Cole Johnson. He can see 10 wins. He can see 9, 10, maybe 11 wins in that schedule. Brian Snow, he's a that's a different story because he's he's a friend of that team in California. So me and him, we have a rivalry going on here. So I, he probably going to say something crazy to me the next time he sees me when he find out the work that I got from the Rams, okay? Nevertheless, 11 and 6 is what I'm going with, Rambling, okay? I know some of y'all don't believe it because we've seen some stuff. We young on defense and all that good. Legitimate points. But I can see the Rams do it. I'm going by the track record of Sean McVay. I'm going by his track record. He hasn't. He only missed playoffs like two times. This man does not miss the playoffs. He's either winning the. He's either winning the title, the division crown, or he's getting in in a wild card slot. I'm just going with the. I could be wrong. I was wrong last year. I didn't see five and twelve. I'm not okay. But this is also contingent with the Rams being 100 percent healthy, which is rarely happens in the NFL for every team. But just saying, this is where I'm at. Okay, eleven and six. Eleven and six. That's where I'm at. Quick break, come back, close out the show. The Playmakers Bar is proudly sponsored by Fanatics. Fanatics, the number one shop where sports fans across the world love to get their sports gear and fan them all. A wide selection of gears from every league, including the NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL, the NCAA, and of course, the WWE. But it is football, basketball, baseball, hockey, even soccer, golf, no matter what sport it is, there is sports appeal for every fan of every sport. Fanatics, with sports fan shop and efficient license everything. And welcome back to Ramley Talk. Yep, Fanatics is another, another one of our sponsors. Not only Fanatics, but Legs, Locker Rooms by Legs is also a sponsor. So if you need your NFL gear, your college gear, if you need some extra stuff sports-wide to represent your team, your, your town, and your style, you can go with Fanatics, the fishing license, everything, or you can go with Locker Rooms by Legs. No matter which one it is. Along with Paramount Plus, all our sponsors will be in the show notes and the descriptions below. Click on each one of them. Get your gear, get your streaming, especially with Paramount Plus. Promo code SPORTS. 50% off a year subscription. You'll be paying $250 to stream sports on CBS for a whole year. Don't miss that, all right? Now that I got that out of the way, ladies and gentlemen, like I said, I got the rounds 11 and 6, and I think we make it back to the playoffs. I think we surprise people and make it back to the playoffs. If you disagree with me, you disagree with me. I don't blame you. Everybody has an opinion. Mine is the Rams bounce back from a horrific season. And under Sean McVay, we're not known to be horrific. We're alone to be one of the top teams competing for a championship. And I got us going back there at 11 and 6 on the season, okay? 11 and 6. And with that being said, 
this it. The season preview is over. It is done because guess what? Next week, next week, ladies and gentlemen, this is what this is about. Week one, Rams at Seahawks. It is it's officially here. I'll be getting you ready for week one when the Rams take the trip to the Pacific Northwest, and we'll see how that goes. But other than that, that's it. That's all we got for you because that is it. All I have for Ramley Talk. Until next week, the Playmaker signing out saying, catch you later. Thank you for tuning in to Ramley Talk. Ramley Talk is sponsored by Fanatics, Lids, and Paramount Plus. Get your favorite sports appeal with Fanatics or Lids and get great streaming service with Paramount Plus. If you want to donate to the program, you can donate to us via Cash App. Dollar sign D Playmakers. That is again, dollar sign D Playmakers. And remember, you can follow and subscribe to Ramley Talk on all podcast directories, including Apple, Google, Spotify, Amazon Music, and YouTube. And those of you who are on Apple, leave us a great review, leave comments, or how you feel about Ramley Talk. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. In the episode that you listened to, Tune in again next time for more Ramley Talk, hosted by the Playmates.